0: Here we go. It is episode 20 of Bet Parks presents the Odd podcast It's Jason Martínez. And there he is, the man. He's a legend. What do you say, H <laughs> a legend? <laughs> in, in whose
1: mind am I a legend? In, in your in the Lima's mind. No, no, that that is not the case. <laughs> that can, is certainly not true. Huh? That is fake news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can
0: you answer me a question? Yes. Why is everything so friggin' difficult to open? What do you mean open? I'm trying to like, get my stupid five-hour uh, energy
1: open and they got this shrink wrap yep. shit on it. Dude, I'm telling you, I I have a scar to prove it on my hand. You probably can't see because it's too bright, but there's a about a one-inch scar on on my mitt here oh, yeah. that that was I was trying to uh unpackage or unwrap, I should say, a the device that I bought at Lowe's for my mom when I was down in Florida. And that's how I cut my hand is trying to get the goddamn shrink wrap off of the thing. Yeah. It's everything is shrink wrapped. Yeah.
0: I bought it. I want to use it. I don't need to have like a, I need to
1: like engineer a
0: way to open shit
1: anymore. Right now you're talking about
0: what, like a little five
1: hour thing there, right? Yeah. I mean, that's because some idiot some, you know, years ago went into a grocery store and peed into a bottle of something. So now all the lawyers convene and now we have to, you know, ratchet up the security for everything that is consumable in in a store because of some idiot. Because of one
0: idiot. Right. I got to spend 10 minutes trying Mm -hmm. to reverse engineer how to open a five hour energy. Yep. It's unbelievable. You should see what it's like. Like you don't have kids, but around Christmas hair. Oh, like kids Christmas presents, like oh. little things. They come in this plastic that you yep. got to cut. It, yeah, you got to like cut it in your hands.
1: It's the toughest shit that you've ever come in contact with. Like, seriously, it, it's you can fly a plane with this shit. Yes. Unbelievable. Mm. <laughs> mm.
0: It's good, though, this five hour yeah. energy. Oh, you love that. huh? Great. Yeah, I don't
1: need it. No, no. What, what, what time do you get up, Harry? I mean, if I was sponsored by it, I would say I needed it, but I don't need it. Um, I was up today oh. at 4 o'clock because uh, the Lima was supposed to be flying to Florida uh, at very early in the morning, but she ended up uh, postponing the trip because we got a little flooding in the house last night after another torrent of rain uh, ripped through the area. 2.3 inches of rain last night uh, in my general area. I'm sure you got similar. And we got a little flooding, so she postponed the trip. But needless to say, she woke up first at the normal time to get the plane. So therefore, I was awake, and I'm not going back to sleep. Once I'm up, I'm up, and I'm angry, and I'm ready to go. (laughs) You you can't re-harness the anger. Right. I should have done morning radio today. I should have filled in for Rich Zioli instead of Nick Kale. Yeah, what's Kale uh, doing stuff on the Big Talker? The Big Talker twelve ten. Yes, and that's kind of what he sounded like today. There was some, there might have been some malfunction with their app because I was listening to it uh, to start the show, and he it sort of sounded like that. And it was really kind of a weird voice because you you and I know his voice. Yeah. It did not sound Ooh. like him. Yeah, he had a little sound of lombo to him, huh? A little bit. It was like an over-enunciated, deeper version of Matt Lombardo, our good, good boy, buddy. Good point, good point, good point, good point.
0: Yeah, kind, Did he kind of sound like
1: Buffalo Bill? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Now that he's you it, yes. <laughs> From Silence of the Lambs, of yes. course. One of the greatest characters of all time. I love it because, you're a great big fat person. Yeah. <laughs> when he's at the door there, he kind of opens yeah. the door just a little bit. so classic um let's tell
0: people before we go any further because we're off the rails here already i love it good uh about the (laughs) (laughs) you did wake up with a with a bird today i love it um let's tell people about the bet parks app because the new app is out here yeah it's the bet parks casino and sportsbook app and it is now
1: live yeah and take it from me jason the new Bet Parks app is everything, and I mean everything that you want in a mobile casino and sports book. It's like a mobile casino right in your freaking pocket. Yeah, it's beautiful and yep. so easy to use. And we've got, I'm calling this hair
0: an industry leading standard for okay. the promo. Uh, just use the, Jason, J A S O N 750. And you get a $750 risk-free bet. Now, that's for new and existing users. And existing. See, that's the key. Because normally, it's just new for this kind of stuff, right? Yeah, that's the sign-up bonus usually, usually, right? So, you can use that. Terms and conditions apply. And, you know, you can bet on anything you want from player performances, props, teasers, parlays, same-game parlays, first to score. You name it. You got NBA playoffs right now. Mm -hmm. Great stuff in
1: there. I am. I was so into it. I watched, of course, I watched the Sixers game in in its entirety, but I also tuned in to catch the end of that Mavericks jazz game. Mm. What a performance from Villanova's Jalen Brunson in that game. I don't know if you caught any of it, but this dude went for 41 last night, committed zero turnovers. And also zero personal fouls. What a game he had.
0: Yeah. He scored
1: 41 points with zero turnovers and zero fouls, and had the ball in his hand the entire second half. Holy yep. shit! What a performance! Believable, yeah. Wow. The playoffs have been great. I mean, this Nets uh, Celtics series, that first game came right down to the yep. to the wire with a, with a little lay in uh, from Tatum to win that game by one. I mean, you know, these Sixers games have been good. They've been playing their asses off. So thus far, I'm I'm into the uh, the NBA playoffs. Absolutely. So you got that to get in on
0: uh, NHL playoffs around the corner. So download the new Bet Parks app today. You do need to be over 21 and president of Pennsylvania or New Jersey gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know how we haven't h- had a chance to talk and I knew it was going to become like a hot topic on sports radio mm-hmm. when the Alec Bohm thing happened. Oh yeah. And what did he
1: say? He bit- said, uh, after he had committed a couple of errors, I think he had three errors in the game at third base that night, a really bad night. And then he finally makes what was a routine play And, of course, he gets the Bronx cheer from the Citizens Bank Park faithful. And you could see him mouth it as he's going back to his position. I fucking hate this place. (laughs) And and you know what? I was just like I was kind of laughing. I didn't realize that's what he said until I saw it start to blow up on social media and crossing broad, of course, has it as they have everything. And I just laughed my ass off. I'm like, man, I say that three times a week bingo
0: bingo i was on a show and they asked me about it they said yeah and they and the guys were kind of outraged by it i was doing a podcast and they were like younger guys and they're like yeah and i go seriously i say that all the time yes yes i'm on the schuylkill in traffic i fucking hate this place you waking up to the weather right oh the weather drives me
1: crazy yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, look he's actually a
0: philadelphian now Mm mm-hmm because We do hate this place at
1: times. Yes, but he's also a Philadelphian because he owned up to it. He didn't try to dodge yeah. it. He didn't try to deny it. He was asked about, I think, Jim Salisbury, you know, doing his job after the game, asked him point blank, hey, you know, it kind of went out there on social media that, you know, what you said after making that play. And and he just owned it, you yeah. know, and never tried to worry it. No, yeah. it was it was an incredible way to handle it.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, and
1: then the fans the next night give them an ovation. Mm-hmm. And their shirts
0: now. I fucking hate this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I want one, by the way. I do too. Because <laughs> I agree with you. That was the first thing I thought of. Like, I say that all the time. Yeah. You know, D- should I, like, is that bad? People were like, oh, he needs to apologize for re- why? Yeah, why? Well, I- <laughs> You know he's emotional, right? And they're giving you shit because you made some bad plays and you're making a donkey play, right? And they cheer you, yeah, fuck you. You know, yes. I fucking hate this place anyway.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know how many
0: times I said that at the radio stations I worked? At? Oh, uh, I oh. said
1: it multiple times in a day.
0: Yeah, not, not on it. the air, Harry. No, no, of course not. <laughs> you'd be in there what some days you'd be like jesus christ i just fucking hate this
1: place yeah except the day that i did drop the f-bomb per your request by the way when i forget how did we do that because it was was it during break because it went out over the stream but not over the air but you wanted me to drop some f-bombs and go crazy and i did it well i told
0: you i said you can drop an f-bomb and the people on hold and the people on the stream will hear it, and you won't violate they it. They dumped me. it over the air then, right? because yeah, people were being idiots that day, yeah. Okay. And, and you just had had enough. Yes. And you're like, would you like, shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody, even the people on the air that didn't know, got in, got in their place. Right, right. Because you went there, and you had the
1: balls to go there. right. I was like a little like marionette for you, wasn't I? When I was at yeah. the place when you were still in management, I was always trying to stir you into a
0: direction. Yeah, I, I was. I did the same thing at WIP. I was uh-huh. always I'd always pop in during breaks and try and influence programming. Uh huh. When yeah. yeah, I wasn't on the air, right? You're you're a shit star like me. Mm-hmm. That's
1: why you and I got along so well.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, it's funny. I I didn't yell. I fucking hate this place, like Alec Bohm a whole lot when you and I did the show together. No. It, at least not during the show. No. no. Uh, but when I was working with my other partners, I I think I yelled it quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and so I did a show and somebody asked me about it. They said, you worked with Mike, you worked with Andy, you worked with Harry, and blah, blah, blah. And I, I'm like, well, Harry and I, it was just we. It was great. We just shot the shit for four hours right. and that was it. And he goes, what was it like with Mike? I'm like, well, Mike, it was, we were trying to do good radio, like and I you said, did. but, Ant- but uh, yeah, we're looking- it was a great show. It yeah, was. the the roles were really defined in the sense that like Mike needed somebody to add some levity to his lawyering mm-hmm. and his litigating, right? So I tried to do bits and stuff with him. I said, but with Anthony, you know, I go on a whole rant and blah blah blah, and you know, this is bothering me, but and he go, oh, forget about that. Yeah, he'd shut
1: it down and disregard it.
0: Yep. Yeah, it was. It was like. What do you mean? Forget about that? It's not important. I'm like, no, it is important. I just you went through. Why walked no, off? No, no, you should just that.
1: got taken off the headphones, gently put them down, and just walked off. I was just like, oh my god, come on, dude,
0: <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, the day we got into it, when I told him that he ran a caller. Uh-huh. Oh man. I thought he was gonna squash me like a peanut. Yeah, he, he could have too. Yeah, because he he never he always wanted to have that perception that he was oh man the people, like oh, what's going on? He's the greatest, right? And and he get but he would get offended with callers when they didn't agree with him. He ran this guy in like 18 seconds. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, I mean, I was a little harsh on that guy. Go, yeah, you're a little harsh. He ran him pretty quick. What do you mean? <laughs> when I said it, what do you mean? So we go to, I go, let's go to break. And I go to break and I have a live read. So I have to Uh do that first. And he's just like hasten. (laughs) He just starts freaking out. I go, what are you going to do? You want to punch me? (laughs) (laughs) I go, you need to grow up. (laughs) It was
1: just unbelievable. Oh man. So I may have walked out that day and said, I fucking hate this place. Yeah. But good on Alec Bone, man. I tell you, his Q rating went way up with me.
0: I agree, too. Yeah. I don't know if he, if he's a ball player or not. I don't know either. Frankly, I don't give a shit.
1: Right, right. <laughs> yeah, but isn't it funny since you're talking about Boehm and the, it leads to the Phillies. You know, everybody's all excited, you know, uh, you know, for opening day, and they started out scoring some runs against the A's, and then they started playing the division, and then they started quickly losing series. And, you know, they, they've already become almost unlikable and a little bit unwatchable, and we're mm-hmm. only halfway through April. Yeah. And again,
0: it's the it's stupid Marlins. Yeah, Marlins you know, like, and the Mets. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And already I'm seeing, well, Girardi's in the final year of his deal. Yep. How long is he going to last?
1: And He adjusted the lineup after like eight or ten games already. You know, it's like a panic move, isn't it? Well, I mean, the thing is, too, like half the pitchers aren't
0: even ready because they didn't have a full spring training. Right. And then the other part is, you know, what's the way you win in baseball? They say defense and pitching. Mm-hmm. And the Phillies don't have
1: defense and pitching, <laughs> right? And it's not hitting weather yet, as no. Charlie Manuel used to uh, opine. So they're, you know, every now and then they'll they'll break through and score a bunch of runs, and then other nights, you know, they're scoring, they're scratching out one. Yeah, so it's it's frustrating yeah. because
0: it's been going on for so long with this team. We got to get Bell on. We got to get Larry Bella. Oh yeah, he can heat. I'd he love to heat.
1: ask him when we do get him on about the the Kershaw decision. where they pulled Kershaw after, like, seven innings or whatever it was and 80 pitches, and he had a perfect game going. And, you know, I guess the justification was, like you mentioned a minute ago, that they had this limited spring training and the pitchers aren't, you know, up to speed yet. They're not fully stretched out, as they like to say. Yeah. You know, but there's a piece of history that may have happened. Who knows? You know, maybe he gives up a bomb in, the, if he, in his next hitter. I don't know. But it's like, you know, things like that happen in today's game because of the micromanaging of the analytical approach to baseball that has just taken over the game. Yeah, And, you know, it's it's we romanticize about the game back, you know, 20, 30 years ago when we were younger and watched a hell of a lot more of it. And it's things like that that kind of keep us from going back.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I totally agree with you. We were talking about this the other day at, in the Flyers press room with with uh, Tom Lemane.
1: Oh yeah, I remember? Oh, been I around forever, that guy. right? Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, he's like the mayor, mm-hmm. and you know, got. And I asked him, I said, "What do you think Nolan Ryan would have thought about Clayton oh. Kershaw? Yeah, you know, right, right,
1: right. They and should clone, had, that, yeah, that Nolan had, Ryan. He'd a billion. Complete games exactly. I mean, you know, he just looked at that as a day's work. I mean, that was like normal. He was he was going into every start expecting to play and pitch nine innings. Yeah. They should clone that guy. I totally agree. Yeah. Now they go into a game and they go,
0: if you're going to pitch over eighty three pitches, mm-hmm. then you're going to get hurt. Right. That's the mentality. It's like, right. oh my god. And I know the arm stuff is different now,
1: and they do mm-hmm. more with their the arm and shoulder and everything, but still. And these guys are getting paid, you know, way too much money. We all know that. So there's such an investment in in these arms and stuff. And I get, you know, you can't get them hurt. But my God, I mean, to, to me, it's like you sort of train the arm to take that kind of wear and tear they don't do that anymore like there's no, no build-up of being able to throw 140 pitches yeah. if the guy does it you're gonna they shut him down they're, they're, odds are he's gonna have to be shut down for a few starts afterwards
0: yeah a guy like uh joe morris yeah oh he was a battler man yeah i mean yeah. he complete games all the time you know yes it, it's there's jack, so morris. Many... jack morris jack Morris. Exactly. yeah yeah
1: including yeah. one in the world series exactly yeah um didn't, didn't he throw 12 innings in that game? I had, it was 10. I think it was 10. It was Minnesota and the Braves back in the like late eighties, yeah. early nineties, whatever it was. It was him versus Maddox. He was a bull.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's it, one of the lost arts of baseball. There's so many really lost arts. Yeah. Like base stealing. I mean, you never see guys steal a ba- steal a bag
1: anymore. A bag. <laughs> 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 and, and you bring up uh, Maddox who of course with, with the Braves, you know, his, uh, his pitching mate, John Smoltz. Did you see what happened to him? He's not vaccinated and therefore he can't work at the MLB studios in, I believe, Secaucus, New Jersey. So he's off the MLB network now. Is that right? They won't I do think remote. so. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't know, man. I think you got to go in there. So um last to I saw gin. was that he's out because he doesn't want to get the vaccine. Wow, that's that's bananas. Let the now guy... he's got money. You know, he doesn't need it. Probably. Oh, he's but, on the golf course, Harry. Yeah. He, dude, he's a, he's a player. I got a stick. Everywhere he goes when he played. Yeah. They would go out and play. Like, that group
0: of him, I guess him, Maddox, and Glavin. Yep. Would play everywhere, every city they went to.
1: Right. They'd play Pine Valley every once in a while when they came to Philadelphia. I know that.
0: Yeah. he, yeah. he um. I mean, they were on like their own PGA tour. Based on the baseball sketch, right? They just use baseball to play different courses all over the country. I think
1: not a bad uh, not a bad idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not no. pitching on a couple of days. You might as well go swing the sticks. That's exactly right. Unbelievable. Speaking of um, not vaccinated, uh, Mel Kuyper. That's right. He, he he's doing
1: the draft hire, but you were telling me. Well, he's, he's Mister be- Draft. You know that. I yeah. mean, you know, well, he, kind, you he kind of invented it. You know, to be honest, I mean, what we know of the draft and all the draft, like mock drafts and, you know, the investigation into who teams will take that all. He started that as a cottage industry back in like the early mid 80s, I want to say. His newsletters is what started it, right? Sure. Absolutely. Used to get it.
0: So I know he's back for the draft again. He put out this long note on on Twitter Mm -hmm. that uh, he's going to be back for his 39th uh, ESPN draft. Incredible. and he said, for all three days, I'll appear from my home studio in Maryland rather than on site in Vegas as I'm unvaccinated from COVID-19. Right.
1: Yeah. So, Well, at least uh, he can do it, though. they That's the great thing about this remote uh, broadcasting now. Uh, That's one good thing that came out of this stupid pandemic totally is right. that we can sit in our basements like you and I are doing right now. Literally, we're in our basement like the old, you know, mocking cliche used to be. And we're doing shows. Yeah. It's and- great and they sound good they look good i don't know. know if mine looks see my my backdrop i it's not i don't know what to do about it you see yeah. like i get the edges it over here higher? well it's literally right behind my chair oh it is okay yeah. it looks like it's, it's right further there. away. yeah then. i know but it's literally like I'm, I'm like sort of hermetically sealed like right inside my desk it. here yeah yeah um i don't know what to do about
0: it we're up against it
1: right <laughs> Yeah, digger.
0: Sorry, man. Good luck with the book. Uh, now we got to get we're get we're getting a new uh, overlay built there to kind of cover those sides where it's not at. So oh, okay. it'll fit in there because the boxes, like you said before, seem a little bit bigger right now. Yeah. Now I always wonder about Mel Kiper hire because in now 38 prior drafts and this will be his
1: 39th, he's never been right. <laughs> with his
0: mock drafts
1: right but yet people still you know that follow football and like 99 out of 100 sports fans you know can't get enough NFL football still dive into the stuff every year you know know their respective teams you know why because it's sports radio going oh the Mel's 4.8 is out right the Eagles are getting blah 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 You know, my mock draft 7.0 means I've done seven mock drafts in the last two months. And each time you got to tweak it just a little bit, just so it's fresh. Yeah. Guys moving up, guys moving down. Somebody traded, you know, out. Yeah. I love when they include the trades. That's some real like heavy stuff. And it's
0: just never even like, how do you get that gig where you've been wrong that many years in a row?
1: I guess it's just because he's good television. He is. You know, yeah, whenever I saw air- Mel on TV, I always put the volume on. <laughs> I loved it, man. He did a show. I don't know if he still does it. It was like a Saturday show on ESPN National. And he'd do it from his home, you know, in Baltimore area. He lives in around Baltimore somewhere. Yeah. And um, I forget who he used to do it with. He's probably gone through several different, you know, incarnations with different partners. But when if I was in the car on a Saturday driving somewhere, I would always listen to it.
0: Yeah, but The one thing he does give you. Even though his draft order may not be correct, is he gives you a download capsule on who's available and where. Yes. Generally speaking. And he does it very well. You know, Harry Mays at a Temple University, great range, you know, and just boom, 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 boom. And you're almost like like smoke's
1: coming out of your ears like Uh slow down. (laughs) Yep. I liked his delivery. I always kind of I always kind of gravitated towards it. Yeah. He's into it. It's
0: unique, that's for sure. Yeah. Now, speaking of also, we got, like, things, like, leading to the other. Mm-hmm. The Sixers game last night. Oh, game, t- game, tow. tow. Um, Once again, they get a win. But the new mandate in Philadelphia goes in. So Saturday, Saturday night, the Wells Fargo Center, or was it Friday? Friday. Uh, it was Friday night. Yeah, because the Flyers played Saturday. Or no, the Flyers were on the no. road Saturday. It was Saturday. No, it, it was, was Saturday. Yeah. yeah, it was Flyers Saturday at in. 6 o'clock. Yeah. So the yeah. Wells Fargo Center Saturday is packed, no mm-hmm. masks. Then Monday, the mask mandate kicks in. Right. And you got the same amount of people inside the Wells Fargo Center and it's everybody's supposed to be masked. There right. was
1: I mean, I'd say there, 20% maybe. 20? You give it that high? 1 height? in 5? I don't know. You think we think it was lower. I think it was about 1 in 20. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. Jeez. So maybe a thousand people of the 21,000 in attendance. Okay. See,
1: I couldn't really tell in the upper decks, like the second or third tier, what was going on or in the suite area. But I know that in that lower bowl area around the, the court, there was hardly a mask to be seen. And I was just like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's bullshit that they put this back into place in the first place. <laughs> I think so too. It, I mean, if, if you, you want, want to wear one, one go it, ahead, knock it, yourself go. out. I'm never going to mock you. I'm not going to yep. rip you. Uh, You know, I'm, you know, but if you you shouldn't have to at this yeah, point. Exactly. And
0: I, I felt good about that. Mm-hmm. I, I really did. I know there's some people that are like, really, oh, no, you know, some people don't want this to end. The news media doesn't want it to end.
1: Yeah. Because I was watching good. one of the local news prior to the game. And of course they had the reporter up at right outside the Wells Fargo center at one of the entrances. And they've got the big mask on and they're trying to do the report. You can hardly understand what they're saying because <laughs> of the mask. <laughs> and then, you know, they're showing the video of the security people at the gate, making sure that people are all masked. And then you tune the game on. And like you said, hardly anybody's got a mask on. So I don't know if they walked in with it on and then just ripped it off yeah. probably and just yeah. said, screw it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Uh, I would have wore just to kind of mock it. Just wear like a full blown like, like like Walter White and uh, Jesse Pinkman wore in Breaking Bad when cooking. Oh, the hazmat suit exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they'd ask me like, "Do you have a ticket?" I'd say, "You're goddamn right, I do." <laughs> <laughs> that that oh, well. would have been appropriate. Everybody should have showed up in a
1: hazmat suit. Right. Now, and would you have it. rolled in there with uh, what kind of car did he have? That Chrysler. Right. Yeah. The Chrysler uh, 300 Bruno bought it. And then he'd wear the hat just like Walter White and the yeah. leather jacket. Well, Bruno, I think at some point thought he turned into Walter White. The, yes. I think for, for a short time he did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when he because it was around Halloween when he was Walter White for Halloween. And he did look so much like he him. did. He did. Yeah, he did. And he pulled it off. Yeah, wait. Because Walter White had the, got the goatee, and Tony mm-hmm. had the goatee going. Yep. And I think Tony, for a period of time, only identified as Walter White. I agree with you. Yeah. And Miss Robin became Skyler. <laughs> right. It was a mess. <laughs> 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 oh, unbelievable! Oh man, I just couldn't pull off the Jesse Pinkman part of it. Yeah, Aaron Paul. He's he's great. Yeah, um, he is. I remember we had him on. When uh, I was working with Mikey miss, we had him on at the mm-hmm. Super Bowl when it was in New New York, right? And then we also, so we get him on at the Super Bowl at, at Radio Row, and he walks up, and Mike's like, "All right, we got be, you know from Breaking Bad, plays Jesse Pickman, it's Aaron Paul," and he goes,
1: "What's up, bitches?" Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. That was great. <laughs> now, what has he done since?
0: You know, that's a good question. I know he he did some movies and stuff. Um, but I haven't seen anything that was really that great. Is he
1: one of those guys that could just get totally typecast? That's what I'm, that's what I was wondering. I was going to sort of want, going to wonder it aloud with you that he was, that that was such a, an iconic show. And he was such a big figure in that show that is there anything else for him?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Cause you, ju- you just see him and you go, Jesse Pinkman. Right. Right. There's a lot right. of guys like that, but you know, Cranston was great in the show as Walter White, and he's done other things and I've yeah, watched him. In it. But he did a lot before that too. Right. He did. He 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 was very well established and he had range. Yeah. What he was, uh, Tom Watley in, uh, in Seinfeld. That's correct. Was it Tom Watley? No. Was it? I can't remember the first name, but he was the dentist. It was Watley. Yeah. The dentist. Yeah. 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 So he's managed to not get typecast in it, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of guys that you just, you can never get past that. You know, it was. The, you know, I wonder if James Gandolfini was still alive and if he was doing other stuff. If you could get past it, he did some other movies. Yeah, he did that Castle movie, the the prison movie with uh, Robert Redford. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was in stuff before. I mean, he was in True Romance. Correct. Yeah, but the, the I, think t- I think he could. I think he could have withstood it. Yeah, he's I do. Such a great actor. He was. God, he really was. Like, his stuff in the Sopranos. Like, he didn't have to say a word. He would just go, like, breathe through his nose. Just go. Mm-hmm. And you could. You and could that look. he give it a look. Yeah. Like, sitting there across a Melfi. Mm-hmm. Why do I always got to be a sag clown? Yeah. Sit, sitting in the chair. You know, yeah.
1: sort of. So good. So, <laughs> just such a good show. Now, did you see your buddy, your boy, Chris Pronger, is on Twitter?
0: Yeah. Have you seen this? I follow him now. I did as well. And he's he's going in some interesting, never seen directions before with his tweets.
1: Yeah. The thing that caught me was like a week or so ago, I think when he first signed up, he he started putting out about, you know, the salaries that the players make and then all the stuff that gets taken off the top and, you know, what they end up with at the end. And they should fully, you know, they should invest this stuff properly because careers only ask, you know, last X amount of year. It was pretty interesting stuff. Because yeah, we don't realize, you know, for
0: and he's talking from an NHL standpoint. So he did it when you hear about Player X making $30 million over five years. He broke right. down what they actually get. It was interesting. The, yeah, the $6 million per and all the things that come out of it, like escrow, like escrow is a big thing. I wasn't
1: aware of that. Yeah. The
0: escrow deal with, with hockey. Yeah, because they split revenue 50-50, so they take a certain amount of escrow. And if they meet, a certain threshold they get it back but if they don't
1: meet it then that comes out of your salary and he's saying you they basically don't get the money that's like 10 percent off the top of whatever they make is gone yep and, and in this
0: so in that case it's six million a year that's six hundred thousand mm-hmm. and so you're you starting your at
1: 540 <clears throat> 5 million four hundred thousand excuse me
0: yeah yeah it, it, like We make this assumption when we see a player X signs a 50, $50 million contract that he has $50 million. Right. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think I, I firmly believe this. I I'm, hope he talks about this at some point because I, I believe that teams that are in states like Florida, Texas, Nevada um, have, have an advantage, advantage over states like New York, California, and certainly north of the border. Big time. Because of no income tax. Yeah. The state income tax. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a huge, you can pay a player significantly less money and they Mm -hmm. bring home more and in cap sports that matters. It's huge. You're exactly right. I think it's a big advantage. And you know, like Drew gets traded to Florida. So I was wondering how that works. The flyers Mm -hmm. retain half of his salary. So he goes to Florida and what happens here, like I never knew this is Florida will pay him his full paycheck out of the florida panthers account right okay so fully untaxed okay and then then the flyers send the florida panther the the half of it at the end of the year the flyers will send them that but he doesn't get any recapture on those taxes because he played for that team so when he got traded to florida he got a huge increase about 10 percent wow just for the remaining part. Well, now, it. what about
1: the road games, though, in, in areas that do have the taxes? Don't they get whacked for that?
0: Yeah, a lot of places you do. You got. Yeah. I, I can't imagine what it's like to file an income tax return <laughs> for a pro athlete that plays all over, like 82 games. Right. Like, over in Vancouver, we got to pay their tax. We're here, we got to pay their tax. Right. I mean, what a nightmare. That's I, why I, I would need like... my buddy Jay Lipshutz to do your taxes like he does for me. That's exactly right.
1: Been doing it for over 30 years.
0: I, I'd be, I, there's certain cities I would go
1: to and be like, I'm not playing tonight. Cause it's going to cost me money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Right. Right. Maybe that's what these NBA players are doing. They're not doing any load management. They're just like, screw it. I don't want to play. I don't want to pay any taxes. If you're going to rest me, don't rest me in Houston. Right.
0: Rest, rest me against the Knicks where I'm get, losing 12%. Exactly. <laughs> when you think about, I mean, you think about like some of those guys get like, you know,
1: $280,000 per day. Per, mm-hmm. per game so yeah i mean that's a huge nut well i mean you know like james harden he makes like five hundred thousand dollars gross a game oh my god you yeah kidding me. 14 well, he, pay, he makes like 41 million dollars and I mean, they play 82 games it's, it's like a half so Holy think about shit. that that is freaking bananas it's unbelievable
0: i mean i remember when the first we got to the first hundred million dollar athlete but geez, oh. this is crazy mm-hmm. 41 mil in one year god it's good money if you can get it no um speaking of which uh you know dwayne haskins and had that really horrible accident and lost his life for some reason he was on that highway and got hit by
1: a dump truck hair oh terrible i mean jesus yeah Man, now a great I, college player he was at ohio state you know he his pro career as adam schefter detailed uh wasn't off to the greatest start which was totally inappropriate time and place adam you know that's not the time to be basically telling the world that the guy stunk as an nfl quarterback when he's uh meets his untimely demise via a dump truck on the highway so yeah. bad on adam schefter for that and he, and he took a beating on social media as he should but i want to know is what was he doing on the highway did he run out of gas and he doesn't have a cell phone to like Call uh, I don't know AAA. AAA or something. I mean, yeah. what's he doing walking on a highway at six thirty in the morning?
0: I that's the thing. I haven't heard any kind of verification on that. Yeah, you know, and he's trying to cross basically ninety five down there.
1: Yes, it was right near the airport. I think near the Fort Lauderdale airport, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, what busy
0: area? What could you possibly be doing? And you know, sometimes look, at, it's hard. How would he get hit? I mean, the guy can move. Yeah, how did he get hit by a dump truck? You know what I mean. Like, there's so many unanswered questions. But I, I, I was so like angry seeing Schefter's tweet to do that, and yeah. I'm going, okay, I'm no Schefter guy to begin with. I was in the beginning, and. To me, he's it's obvious he's just a guy that carries water for NFL GMs mm-hmm. to be first and agents, yeah. And he, yep, yeah. exactly. He's just too a, much, Schefter. There's just too much, yeah. He's he's yeah, reached the tipping point,
1: yeah. As and, most of these ESPN personalities that are any good do, because exactly. They, they just are like Stephen A. I loved Stephen A. Now there's yeah. too much Stephen A, yeah, you know, exactly. And it becomes too
0: much, and and I just go like. I, I go full, like, Nahagian, like, what was he thinking?
1: I know. Like, why exactly. would you put that in there in the announcement of a guy's passing? Oh, can you imagine if he if he worked for Matt and put oh, that out there on, on his, his station's <laughs> Twitter?
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs>
1: the socks would have been
0: jacked up. The oh. shoes would have been shined. Unbelievable. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I, those guys, to me, are these These reporters have lost their moral compass and obligation as a reporter, because
1: now they're just message carrier. They're messenger birds. And then you saw what he did as instead of just apologizing on Twitter, he put it out in his podcast and promoted the podcast episode that you could go listen to, to hear the apology. So he kind of used the apology as a way to get people to listen to the podcast. Yeah
0: come on man yeah, and that is so bad like this guy's trying to benefit so much from this guy's untimely passing it's like what is going on here yeah it's terrible i just i don't get it at all but you know shefty he's one of those guys he goes on the radio and does all the hits and everything mm-hmm. and kind of waffles on opinions and goes back and forth based on what he's i mean he fucked me when i broke that carson wentz story oh yeah well, when I broke that story, he had tweeted that day, hair earlier that day. This and is I'm... about the back injury thing? or Yeah. Refresh my memory. So I'm getting information for like a couple of days leading up to when I break it. So mm-hmm. it's, like a, it's like a Wednesday, one of those slow days in the middle of the football week. Right. And I'm getting this information, and Shefty, they had a press availability or whatever, and that morning he said recent scans or whatever showed that Carson has no damage, blah, blah, blah and then about 90 minutes later is when i feel comfortable enough with my information i have it verified and i break the story that he has a fracture in his back mm-hmm. that carson has the fracture in his which back which he did which he did yeah and i knew about and right. um so earlier that day shefty said there was nothing wrong and then after i break that story shefty puts out after how he's threatening me with slander lawsuits that a recent scan showed that he had a, a fracture in his back. Ah, So I'm like, this is just bullshit. And th- they're trying to invalidate my report. Cause part of my report was is a fracture in his back. They knew about it and they didn't tell him. Mm. Um, they've known about it for some time. And I had video elements that I was able to obtain from mic'd up stuff in pregame. I all kinds of information. Wow. Um, from multiple people. And, people are discrediting my report saying, oh, it's bullshit. You know, you're lying, blah, blah, blah. And then it comes out that he has the broken back, but people are still calling my report bullshit that he didn't know. Hmm. And Garofolo went on and said, there's no way that he didn't know the Eagles, blah, 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 all this shit, because those guys are carrying the water for the GM. Right now. The reason why, you know, my report was true is really simple. A, I never retracted it. And a, a report like that, if I was wrong, there would be either at a minimum a retraction of my report, right, and most likely I would have been fired on the spot. Yes, because it, it, that that was a, a very serious report that I,
1: you know, that I reported. Right, and I've never done either. Wow, Not, never. Now, did you have any butterflies in the stomach when yes. you went with that? It's tense. Yes, it As is, you know. isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you feel like you're all alone. Uh huh nobody's coming to your rescue. Right. And, and and it's almost like
1: you have that report and people are just are going, you're full of shit. How would you get that? Right. The reporters are upset because they didn't get it. And then yeah. they're, they're like, where the hell did you get this?
0: Yeah. Cause I don't yeah. cover the Eagles. Right. 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 <laughs> but the reason why somebody like me gets that is because the sources on that don't go to Eagles guys, because then it can tip the hand of, And they can find out where the information came from a lot better. Right, right. They go to an outside, you know, guy that doesn't cover the team that's got a voice, Mm -hmm. me, in this occasion, Mm -hmm. and I have the report and I break the story. Yeah. So, but the info info was good. Yep. And Carson's no longer here. You are validated. Yeah. You know, nobody goes back and validates me, though. Nope. Pricks. Nope.
1: Sometimes you don't get validation in, in real time. No, but I love I love what uh, ESPN does. They've been doing this for years now, too, where one of their other reporters will will actually get a story and break it. But then they get Schefter, whoever is the big Mahath in that sport, Wojnarowski, Schefter, whatever it is, will also verify. it, And then they put both their names on it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Just so they can continue to make it look like that guy did his job, even though he missed it. Right, right. You're right about that.
1: (laughs) I'm confirming his report.
0: Yeah. Just in case. (laughs) Yeah. But my name wasn't enough on the report. You got to put his stupid name on it. Right. I love that. Oh, my God. It's unreal. (laughs) Did you see that this Tom Brady uh, last touchdown football um, that went up for auction? There's an issue with it because he's coming back. He's coming back. Yeah. So I guess like people want their money back. Because it's not going to be the last touchdown he ever threw.
1: Mm. I'm trying trying to see how much it went for. That's a tough one.
0: Yeah. I mean, mean, really. Look, when you buy something. What do you
1: do? Yeah, it's the buyer beware, isn't it?
0: So initially, it went for Mm. $518,000, the the football on his final touchdown. But they're saying now it's been voided by mutual agreement between the buyer and the consignor because he's because he's returning. Right. I mean what you know what can you
1: do? There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. You can't get your money back. I wouldn't void that. Would no. you void that? That's like at uh, the time he was retired. Yeah. And what
0: am I supposed to do about this? Yeah, why would you void it because look there's an assumption of the risk that a player can return. Of I don't, course. I don't get why they would void that. So I don't know. You got anything else? You got anything? Well, the flyer season's coming down to the end here, huh? Oh, it is. Yeah, I thought it was already over. I thought that <laughs> season actually ended back in November. They played a night in uh, Toronto, and then uh, Thursday in uh, Montreal, and they only okay. got about a week left, so six games
1: left. Oh wow! Yeah, it's man. been rough, man. It has. You it's know, been really brutal. I want to say that I'm pumped for the playoffs, but I got to roll this by you, okay? You know I always pick on hockey, kind of half-jokingly with you because it's kind of a bit. But I got to be honest, since this new television scenario with with the games and no longer being on NBC Sports uh, Network, which I thought did a fantastic job uh, for many years with the NHL, I don't know where the games are. Yeah, because it's two networks. It's fractured. So much that That's I right. just kind of lose track of it.
0: Yeah. Is you that you don't have fair? the one place to go to, right? Either NBC or NBCSN, right? Where you know the playoffs are going to be or any game. Wednesday night hockey is going to be shown. Is it going to be on TNT tonight? Is it on ESPN? Is it on ESPN
1: Plus, USA, or whatever else is going on? I, I, and the other thing about ESPN, they're only they they have a toe dipped in the NHL pool. They don't really give a shit, okay, because the NBA is going on and that's their baby, okay. So they're only kind of half paying paying attention to it. Correct. correct. And TNT's
0: into both too, so it's. It's like how you know they're they fully jumped in the deep end with the NBA at ESPN and TNT mm-hmm. but you're right that they, they've got maybe an ankle deep in the baby NBA pool, pool. In the
1: in the, in the you know the, the kids end of the pool yeah the the hot pool from all the piss exactly <laughs> Jeez. you know but okay so you agree kind of with me yeah it it's you know, it was a
0: centralized location last year with, with NBC, in all those years with NBC. Yeah. And it is fractured now, and it is more difficult to find mm-hmm. if if you don't know where to look. And, you know, you don't see the amount of promos that you would need to nope. see to tease you in. Maybe nope. you will during the playoffs. I mean, the NHL well, playoffs is great, but when does the
1: NBA go to just national broadcast? Uh, that I'm not sure. I'm not sure of that. But I will tell you, you know, with the local team being in the shitter, like they are. I mean, that further, you know, sort of puts hockey out of your mind. Like yeah. the Flyers stink. Okay. And everybody knows it. So it's like Flyer fans for all of time have been Flyer fans more than they have been Flyers and NHL fans. Okay. Yeah. So once the Flyers were eliminated, they were done with hockey for yep. the most part. So now you take a team that was never in in the in the conversation for playoffs really from the start of the season. And you, you fracture it on all these other networks. And ESPN says they're paying attention to it, but they're really not. And you're like, when hockey's over? Or it started? Or when, the, when did the playoffs start? Like, nobody knows. Yeah. It's
0: almost like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Very similar to how it was during the process with the Sixers. Correct. The only nights, the only time we would really talk about the Sixers when, when they were going through the process on the radio was at the very beginning of a season. Mm-hmm. And then. If they won. If NBA draft lottery. And if they won, because we were like, "What are they doing? They're screwing it up." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember, they won that first game of the year. I think it was against Cleveland or Miami uh-huh. with Michael Carter Williams, his debut, and he was fantastic. Yes. Uh huh. And then they proceeded to lose. I think seventy-two games that year, <laughs> or whatever it was. <laughs> but um, I, the playoffs are going to be great if you can find it. Right. In, I mean, Florida, since getting Drew Hair, are like twelve and one. Is that right? Yeah, he's got like 16 points in 12 games, 13 games. Wow.
1: 24 of a possible 26 points. Yeah. Wow.
0: Unbelievable. They're just so good.
1: Wow. I hope he wins one.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's playing great down there. And I mean, you look at the eight teams in the East Florida, Toronto is playing great right now. Hmm. I mean, they're 8 1 1 in their last 10. Tampa, two time cup champ. Boston's always. Carolina. Carolina is right there as well the rangers are good pittsburgh and washington like the eastern conference is going to be just a not nu- look i look at it and i go okay i can maybe find three teams in there i don't think can get to the cup which leaves five that i think can win the eastern conference wow that's nuts well, that
1: will be great playoffs what about in the west is it is it that packed up in the west or is there only like two or three teams well there's a there's more races to get in in the west um the east has been determined
0: for so long but in the West, I mean, Colorado is the team. I mean, the best team in the league, right? And, and then St. Louis is a really good team. Minnesota's Minnesota's gotten a good. Lot Calgary, better. right? Calgary, I, that's my pick to come out of the West, right? Now right. Edmonton's playing better all of a sudden. The Kings are in the mix, and it looks like Vegas is going to miss out for the first time in their franchise history. history. They Lost to the Devils last night. Wow, this is yeah. good hockey breakdown. I'll tell you what, those Vegas fans, if they don't make the playoffs, man, they've suffered. Yeah, right. <laughs> This is more hockey than you get on ESPN in a week. Exactly. And 10 times more than you get on the the local radio.
1: (laughs) I do love Barry Melrose. I I always like Barry Melrose. I need more of him.
0: I had him on the podcast one day. He's great. And like on TV, he cleans up real good. But when I had him on the pod and we're on video. He's unshaven. He's all like. Very unkempt. (laughs) Oh, he doesn't
1: have all the product in the hair?
0: No. No? And no suit. You you never shoot on.
1: (laughs) It's a beautiful shoot. He'd uh, always have the pinstripes rock, yeah, rocking rock With the, the big stripes. shoulder
0: pads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he still Classic. wears that shit. I think they, they, they went back to his dressing room from 96. Right. And he just wears all that stuff. Yeah, all the Brooks Brothers stuff from the, mid, the mid-90s. Yeah, with yeah. the pointy-toe shoes. Yep. The fence climbers. My dad used to call those fence climbers. <laughs> you get the point right in there in the fence and climb it, like one of those metal fences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah. You bring up a good point though. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, It's fun to gamble on
1: though. It is. And speaking of gambling, uh, my two plays in the NBA playoffs, I'm taking the Nets plus four and the Sixers minus two in the next game. All right, so the
0: Sixers going north of the border, and you'll,
1: yeah. you'll take the
0: points there without Thibault. Sans Thibault, correct? Okay. Well, yeah. that those are Harry's plays. Get them in on the all new Bet Parks co- Casino and Sportsbook app. It is now live, and like Harry said in the beginning, it's this is so the app is great, it's so easy to use, and it's everything you want in a mobile casino and sportsbook. and easy for Harry to get those plays in. It's yeah, it's simple.
1: like having a mobile casino right in your pocket, Jason. Yeah,
0: um, and. So just sign up. Do yourself a favor. Sign up and just check it out. Peruse around a little bit. Make sure you use that promo code Jason750, Jason seven five zero J A S O N no Y my name and you'll get a seven hundred and fifty dollar risk free bet. And that's for new and exist. Like you can take advantage of that today. Hair correct. So correct. Use the code and uh, you know you get that seven hundred and fifty dollar risk free bet. Uh, terms and conditions do apply. So make sure you get the Parks app. It's simply fantastic. And when you got the NBA playoffs going on, the NHL playoffs around the corner, and yep. baseball, not to mention you can bet on tennis, golf. Golf. F- I'm going to have an F1 play coming up uh, later oh, this man. week as well. Oh, no. What race is coming up? They're headed to, uh, back to Europe, to, uh, to Italy, to go to Imola. Okay. Emilia-Romagna Grand Prix. Nice. And of course, course must- oh. Araton Senna lost his life at that track many years ago. Ariton Senna. Yeah. Do you know who Senna wow. is? No, I do not. So, you've never seen the Senna documentary, one of the great documentaries of sport? I have not. He was it's on Bra- my list. He's a Brazilian uh, uh, F1 driver, one of the great drivers. Huh. Could just, I mean, back in the days with Elaine Prost, Nikki Lauda. Oh, I remember Nikki Lauda. Yeah. Uh, that name's very familiar to me. And he, he was a great driver and um, lost his life at. The Emilia Romagna Grand Prix at Imola, uh, way wow. back. And, do they have a memorial there for him? They do. Okay, good. Yeah. And kind All of right. on an innocuous turn, too, where it happened. So um, that's where they'll be. So I'll have an F1 play as well. So make sure you download the uh, Bet Parks app today. You need to be over 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. So that's it, right? The episode 20. Episode 20 in the big. In the big. <laughs> 21 coming up next week. We'll see if the Sixers wrap up this first round within the calendar weekend. Yeah, hopefully happened, so. Right? Yeah, we'll Move on to the second. Who would they get in the next round of the playoffs?
1: I think they get Miami. Ooh, okay. Jimmy Miami's going to dispose of the Hawks, and uh, they're the one seed, so I think the one would play the four. That would
0: be really compelling. That would be good stuff. So that'll be coming up on episode 21. Everybody, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe, like, uh, and leave us a rating and review as well, and we'll talk to you next time on Bet Parks Presents, the Odd Genius Podcast.